Welcome to the Shabby and Man podcast. We are partners, parents, podcasters, broadcasters, and everything else in between. And namaskar, dosto. So, what are we going to talk about first? Well, there are a lot of controversial things that people in the media are talking about in this country, in India. So, we have something quite substantial to discuss, actually. Um, although I think they've both elicited more or less the same kind of response from people all over the world, we can't really say that opinion is divided. We're talking about. Raj Patali Khan and his um, video that was shown, alleged video going viral yeah. about him uh, beating his his, uh, one, of his pu- one of his pupils. Yeah. And also what happened this weekend with Poonam Pandey saying she's doing, doing it for a good cause, talking about cervical cancer, which is true, people talking about it. But I don't think you should fake your death for media publicity. Uh, and uh, I know people say some Bollywood star. She's more like a Bollywood starlet. I don't think she's in that upper upper rungs of Bollywood yet. Yeah, she was being described as a model and actress. And I wanted to ask. I don't think she's known for either. And she's uh, known for OnlyFans, I think. Uh, known for OnlyFans. You know the website. Yeah, and. Um, yeah, I thought it was in very bad taste. So let's talk about which one do you want to talk about first? Rahat Fadili Khan first? No, first I thought we'd talk about what we do every couple of months. I thought I'd congratulate you because I found out yesterday that you are once again the most listened to Asian radio presenter in the United Kingdom in commercial Asian radio. In commercial Asian radio, that's, that's right. And I... Um, I'm extremely grateful to all my wonderful fans who make sure that they tune into my show, which is, by the way, weekdays from 9am on the UK's biggest Asian mix, as we like to call it, the number one commercial uh, Asian station, the biggest Asian station, Indian radio station outside of India and all the rest of it, Sunrise Radio. So we get handed our listening figures, Rajas, known to those in the business every quarter, and I'm very chuffed to know that I am the number one show on the station which comes with its set of responsibilities. I think it is a job that I absolutely love. It is something that I love to do. It is work that doesn't feel like work. But also, you know, popularity comes with a sense of responsibility. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next three months, I hope. Isn't that some kind of Spider-Man quote? Which is? Some, I can't remember. Something comes with a lot of responsibility. With great power comes great responsibility. Uh, before Spider-Man, I think it was a politician who said that, no? So, um, uh, so yeah, the... Rajas have been very good, touch wood, and I'm very, very grateful to everyone who tunes into the show and gives it so much love. So who are we talking about first? Let's talk about Rahat, because that story broke first. Um, Now, before we talk about Rahat, you have interviewed him many times. You have so many photographs with him. I think you've done a couple of charity gigs with him. Yes. Yeah. So um, I would have thought he's a good friend of yours. Well, I'm... I really was well, a working really, relationship. Absolutely, a working relationship, if you can call it even that. Uh, but uh, you're right; I've seen him on many occasions. And as people know, that virtually everybody in the public eye has a public face, and they could be completely different in their private lives. He comes across as a very pleasant uh, man, very talented, in indeed very very talented. He's one of the few artists who can pack out Wembley Stadium, which is no mean feat. This is my point. Do you separate the artist and his art from his personal life? I don't because think you can. 
he has such a body of great work um i can't think of them mere rashke kamar must must donen yeah and dagabazre dagabazre teri or singing i mean any big song from bollywood you can think of in the we've seen him in concert so many times years. he does he's fantastic you know yeah. he really gets the crowd going his bollywood stuff his sufi stuff his kawalis his kawalis yeah so you're saying that you can't separate i don't think you can no when it comes to somebody like him you know i mean I'm a broadcaster and I'm on an Asian music station and I had to really make an effort because it the story left a bad taste in my mouth and I did not come you know agree with uh, his justification for it which was even more ridiculous than the actual story uh, I made it a point to not play his songs all week last week but I had to really very very carefully avoid all rahat songs because as you're saying in the last 10 years 12 years in bollywood it's virtually impossible to do a good bollywood show and not throw in at least half a dozen i'm not even talking about one or two half a dozen chart busters that he's done and he's amazing at what he does absolutely but i don't think in this case i feel strongly about it you cannot hit somebody with a shoe hit them so mercilessly and then say that I've seen the video yeah of course i have oh. and then say that you know or the video I did not see the shoe yeah mm-hmm. and he kept saying where is botal ka hai botal ka hai and then he ascribed that to something else as well you holy know water holy water or something which i think is absolutely reprehensible uh there was there's photograph in this day and age we live in the, the age of social media there's photographic and video evidence of what he's done so well, i don't just, think there's any coming be, back from it no just the devil's advocate he has apologized he stood with his victim so a so called victim and they've kind of sorted it out can you actually apologize for hitting somebody with a shoe really. what can be the justification for it oh i didn't even notice with the shoe I yeah yeah i don't know i you've not seen the video right no, I because i think they took it down very swiftly as well but uh, it is unforgivable anyone who's seen the actual footage it is unforgivable let's just say allegedly if it's true. allegedly supposedly and he is saying that it's being planted by people who want to bring me down it's been planted by people who want to tarnish my reputation but again i mean you know not my place to say anything but those in the know they have a lot of rahat stories to share which we is not our secret to tell no because there's you there's so many stories about so many film yeah, stars yeah yeah that's true stars. that's true uh but it's just that when something like this happens then you start thinking about whether or not to believe those stories right uh so it's a tough one it's a tough one i mean the british asian trust uh, the princess trust which the king is a patron of they have already distanced distanced themselves from rahat they've already made publicly announced that they're not going to be collaborating with him anymore he's left his manager he's, i think his wife is going to manage him now yeah so there's lots of things that's happening in his life it is sad for fans of his talent fans of his music that's what it is oh i think he is very talented i mean uh, yeah at the end of the day at the end of the day he's going to get his come up ins whatever is in his destiny whatever god decides whatever whichever way this is going to play out because there are people who commit far less far worse crimes and get away with it as well let's not forget that is going to happen but i think anyone who appreciates his music is right now mo- sad more than angry because it does feel that you know we put our superstars on a pedestal and when you see something like that it just kind of you know makes you feel sad that's what it is so the rahat story because of the superstar that he is not just in the asian subcontinent but in the uk in america in canada he has sell out shows every year i was going to say that it's very hard to sell out wembley you know but yeah. he always does always does uh, absolutely and he's got it's the non resident asians who are as big 
uh, a fan of Rahat as those who live in India, Pakistan. I, I, I was going to say, I think his music transcends just Pakistan. Yeah. Loads Absolutely. of Indians, Sri Lankans, Bangladesh. I mean, like I said, Bollywood it. would be much poorer if you were to take out Rahat's songs from the film scores, from the soundtracks of films that he's done. I mean, you know, it would be such a massive blow to Bollywood because he adds so much depth and warmth and character to every song that he sings. Well, let's see how this story blows. I I think that it'll blow over in a couple of months. Yeah, it will. Months, it always will. And he'll be back. Because we live in a world where the next uh, uh, controversy, the next disaster... is never too far away. Never too far away. The next trending video is just around the corner. So I'm sure it will blow over. But uh, anyway, just keeping fingers crossed and hoping that, you know, it's, I don't even know, resolved? There's, I mean, there's no resolution to this. But um, let's see how the story pans out, more importantly. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to Poonam Pandey. Yeah. The rumors all over, hmm. all the media and all, which said that she had passed away due to cervical cancer. And that too at age 36 at or something 32. like that. 32. 32, yeah. And then... A day later, she says it was a publicity stunt to raise awareness. Yeah. Now, I have a problem with the Indian media. Shouldn't they be verifying and checking their sources? That's what a lot of people are saying. That I you can know, understand. Where the journalistic I can understand all those internet sites who follow people at airports putting yeah. it up. I understand yeah. that, you know, because. Mm. Uh, but you're saying, not, what about credible media yeah, sites? Yeah, they're, they're not really journalist sites. They're just guys trying to. Yeah, I think it's up. as much a slap on their face for them. It's as much a wake up call for them to not take everything at face value and to, you know, verify their sources, to believe in journalistic ethics. To Do you agree with her that this is. This is a good thing. She oh did. my I mean, God! How I can mean, anyone agree with her? No, it has raised awareness. No, absolutely of not. I don't think it has but raised awareness about people are, cervical cancer at all. No, people were talking about it. No, uh, but this is Definitely. the wrong way. This is the wrong way of going about but it. But I, I also feel that this is totally the wrong way. I feel way that I already had very little respect for her. Now I have even less respect. Yeah, and I, the only way to deal with this is to, is to not give her the time of day and not yeah. talk about it at all. But we have to talk about it because it's so shocking. You know what she's done? She's not raised awareness for cervical cancer. She's very hard for those who have it. Who have it. And she has just, you know, disregarded something as final and as emotional and deeply unchangeable as death which so many people confront, you know, the death of their loved ones, those who are cancer survivors, cancer warriors, those who are battling cancer, those who may not have another day to their name. You have trivialized something as emotional and deep as death. Nothing, no publicity, no cause, nothing can justify that. I don't think she's done a favor to cervical cancer at all. Do you reckon people will still... When you hear no. this story, you might Google Poonam Pandey. No, you no. might Google well, other day, things. First day people were talking about... Absolutely not. Yeah, the but day we knew... When we didn't know it was a publicity stunt, obviously people were talking about saying, it. That's what I'm saying. Right. No, but I think the... There is absolutely no silver lining to this. There's absolutely no excuse for doing something so shocking. Because, like I said, that's and it's what also a done. question you of trivialized death. No, it's also a question of cry wolf. Now, if someone in Bollywood... No, I don't think anybody's going to be stupid enough. But uh, in the next time something happens to her, people are going yeah, to not give yeah, her the time of day. says, oh, this has happened to me, this happened to me, people are going to... Not everybody in Bollywood, because don't, but don't you agree that this is not something any normal human being would do? Because people are, that's why people are calling out not just her, but even her team. Yeah, her, whose bright idea was this? It was a PR team. That did yeah, it. whose idea was it to... And, okay, she was foolish enough to follow them and not have a mind of her own. Nonetheless, clearly it was suggested to her by someone, right? But I don't think she's done it 
officially for any charity or anything. And it was just something, maybe somebody close to her is suffering from it and she just thought. Because it's not that she's saying that I'm doing it for this charity to be able to raise. No one in their right minds who has ever faced death, who has ever seen their loved ones suffer, can ever, ever endorse this. But as a form of publicizing or raising awareness for something, which is absolutely ridiculous. I think people like Poonam Pandey, just giving them the time of day, giving them a pedestal, following them is can be massively detrimental as we have clearly seen. These are people who are famous for the sake of being famous. They may not have a shred of talent. They may not have anything interesting, exciting, encouraging to say to anyone uh, other than just pose in skimpy clothes. I had very little respect for her even, even you know, before this story broke. And now I just feel that she's foolish other than anything else. Sometimes these women are quite you know, wily and they know how to use social media to their credit to get away with something and get cheap publicity or get, you know, spur of the moment um, clickbait. But she's just foolish. Insensitive is the word. How insensitive can you get? It was very insensitive. You know, so absolutely. We, and we agree on the same thing that this is not something. Not something. This is not so how you raise awareness. Yeah. Absolutely. In fact, there are people there who are there's some legal ramifications of pretending you're dead. God alone knows. But you know, ordinary people are now posting videos on social media saying that, you know, my mental health has been affected by this. Not because I knew who Poonam Pandey was, but because her death touched me so deeply. But when you hear about anyone's passing, naturally being a human being, you will feel sad. You forgive everything, right? You say it doesn't matter what they were, when they were, whether you like them, dislike them, you know, may their soul rest in peace. And then to be told that this was just a stunt. So many people are saying that we've been unable to cope with it emotionally because we have seen death of our loved ones from close quarters and we have, or we have been through, whether it is cervical cancer or any other form of cancer. And we know what that journey is like, where you really don't know even to this day, there's no certain cure, right? You really don't know whether you're gonna come out of the dark side of the tunnel. To trivialize that and to be so insensitive to that is absolutely shocking. I think this girl should really be banned from the media. Anything she does hereafter should not be reported. No one's interested, no one cares. That's right. how I feel. So we know exactly how you feel. Yes. I'm talking about it actually on my show uh, tomorrow as well because I want, I know any sensible person is going to say exactly the same thing. That it's not so much about, you know, as you're saying. You no, that's not trying to say. There are quite a few people who are defending her saying at least she's raised the awareness of cervical what cancer. What happens when you Maybe raise cervical cancer is something that in India they don't talk about much. Well, there are loads you know, of things so in India that they don't talk about. Yeah, so people were having a discussion about it. Oh, well. There so, you go, the two sides to every coin. Clearly, even somebody must have talked her into doing it, right? So if she felt it was okay. But uh, yeah, these are the two big stories and sadly, they're both controversial in nature. But uh, th that's how it is. I mean... Talking about controversies, you saw first... You never see first day, first show of a movie. Yeah. But you saw Fighter, didn't you? I did. And that is quite controversial because... Uh, especially if you leave, live in uh, the West, if you're yeah. in England, you know, it's very blatantly India-Pakistan. Yeah. Is it, like, is it Top Gunish? Is it like Maverick? I haven't seen Maverick, so I wouldn't know. But it is. I By the way, this, this movie's Fighter, which stars Hrithik Roshan and Deepika and Anil Kapoor. Correct? Yeah. Yes. It's directed by Siddharth Anand. It's his first uh, directorial for his own production house. But he's ha he has a history of making these sort of movies. He made War. He made War. He directed Pathan. Pathan he did yeah. Bang Bang earlier. So he is an action man. 
Uh, but apparently he did a few romantic films as well. Apparently, I forget Boy, now yeah. which ones. Mm-hmm. He uh, earlier in his career he started out with romantic films and then he thought, right, action is my forte. I enjoyed it immensely. I thought the action was done to a superb level. For the first time, you didn't feel like you were watching a video game being played. I felt Rithik Roshan at fifty gave a calm, collected, measured performance. He looks like a Greek god. There's absolutely no denying it. Deepika Padukone, I thought, was going down the very predictable route where she'd be wearing glamorous clothes in every film. Judging by the video, judging by the, the songs, songs really, and stuff, yeah. because that would be a shame. Because Deepika, I think, is one actress who can play the girl next door so convincingly, so beautifully, and she does. And despite the jingoism, despite the India-Pakistan But thing, that's the thing. It was they're saying it was overdone. Was it overdone? I felt it wasn't. On the contrary, I felt for the first time Bollywood was really kind of, you know, confirming to the less is more theory, which it normally doesn't. Because because the know, last big hit a uh, couple of months ago was Gadar. Gadar, Gadar too. Yeah. And uh, that is also quite. Mm, that is not my kind kind of film at all. I have never that wanted a, that to watch that. That was a films. huge hit. That was a huge hit because you know they're obviously they're appealing to the kind of people who. for one reason or the other feel that the only way to show patriotism is to deride the other nation call them you know all kinds of names to kind of completely show them in a poor light to show them as one sided one dimensional villains there are god knows there are enough people like that it might even have had a political agenda i don't know but saying that there were all these american movies with the baddies are Iranians. Yeah. I mean, that, I felt, uh, I the Chinese were Russians. Yeah. I don't know. I I mean I don't think I need to justify it to anyone in the same way that people who didn't like it need to justify it to me, but I enjoyed it immensely. I don't know what I was expecting, but a first first day first show. And you know, sometimes these films you kind of half midway through you're looking at your watch saying, "Oh my god." But when when the interval happens, you're buzzing and you're thinking, "Oh my, oh wow." Like, you know, we we're, we're halfway there already. So that is a feeling I haven't got in a long long time. And you know, you and I, we and we've hardly seen any of these action films, right? Yeah, Not must, on the big screen. No, but we must watch because Animal has come onto Netflix. Yeah, so we must, we must watch it just to see but what I the fuss is very, all about. It's a very long movie, I believe. Yeah, very long, um, just to see what the fuss is all about. Because you know, the only way to judge it is by watching it yourself. You can, I try and base my opinion on what I'm reading, the interviews that the stars give, because that gives you a very good idea as well. The trailers, the first look, etc., etc. And also, you know, I have certain reliable journalists whose um, assessments I normally tend to agree with. So, if there's a film that I have seen and they have seen, we always end up saying the same kind of things. So, there are people who you kind of rely on if you've not seen a film firsthand. Also. I always feel I try and do this initiate this discussion on my show as well. It's not just enough for me to say I loved it or I hated it. You've got to give me reasons for it, right? Why you loved it? Why you loved it? So if you can you can substantiate your claim and say that this is exactly why I felt that it was really not worth my while or as I'm saying, I felt the action was great. I felt the you know there was jingoism yes, but it could have been a far more over the top kind of you know deshbhakti wala film which it wasn't of course there were the odd dialogues here and there which is what a patriotic film is all about plus it came out the day before republic day what else were you expecting and it was sharply edited which i loved no scene carried on for longer than it needed to and that i think i do think that it is a big step for uh, action films in bollywood you know if this is going to be the trend if people are going to be smarter about the way they shoot about the way they edit. you know i have another big problem with the way big budget films are now announced whether it is nitesh tiwari's ramayan whether it is kal- trailers and things uh, no whether it is nitesh tiwari's ramayan whether it is prabhas and deepika's kalki 2898 ad whether it is alu arjun's pushpa the rule 
all the movies are touted as one of the biggest films in India, one of the with the biggest yeah, budgets. Well, they have to that do that. That means zero. I know, but they do. They have to do that. I know they have to do it, and they, for all you know, it might be true. But you know, that has lost its meaning now. They kept saying, harping on about Fighter being one of the most expensive but films I, ever made. So what if the story isn't good? But I heard people you, are still going to slate it. I heard you say on your radio show recently, uh, what. Uh, the stars get paid, and yeah. it, it was like the South Indian stars get paid much more, much than, more, you much know, like more than Bollywood stars. Hundred and fifty crores is like the done thing for them. Whether it is Prabhas, whether it is Yash, uh, Rajnikanth clearly is getting two hundred and fifty crores. Alu Arjun has done a very smart thing. He's saying, "Don't pay me anything for Pushpa too. Just give me thirty percent of the profit share." And they are saying That's the enough. projections are that it's going to cross a thousand crores. Yeah, you do the maths. Compare that to the fact that Drithik Roshan was the highest paid man on Fighter, fifty crores. Yeah, Deepika got five. Anil Kapoor got seven, something like that, allegedly, reportedly. But Bollywood stars obviously are not. That well paid compared to their South Indian counterparts, but I think at the end of the day, calling something one of the most expensive films does not add to its appeal, in my humble opinion, one way or the other, because it could be an an honestly made, beautifully done, medium budget, human interest story like Twelfth Fail, which is winning hearts all over. Oh, That's yeah. another thing we have to watch, yeah. and you could still walk away with all we the. We didn't even mention the Film Fair Awards. But that, but that did win yeah. a lot of a lot of awards. And everyone is saying Vikrant Massey has absolutely yeah, hit yeah. it out of the park. He's been around doing secondary roles here and there for the last ten years almost. But this is his moment to shine. And so you know, it doesn't have to be the most expensive film. It's the way you've made it. It's where you've put the story across. I think the audience now is smart and shrewd. And well educated enough. By that I mean they've seen enough world cinema on streaming platforms to appreciate something which has been done intelligently. Okay, so just before we go then, yeah, um, anything you're looking forward to? Like there's Sanjay Leela Bansari's um, Hira Mandi. Hira Mandi. There's also that Crew or something. Some movies coming. Yeah, the Crew, the which crew. is uh, Karina Kapoor Khan, yeah, yeah. Kriti Sano, and Tabu. I think right. They uh, play air hostesses. It is called the Crew, where three of Bollywood's top women from three different generations if you think that's about coming it out in March. that's coming out i'm a little weary i have to say of hira mandi much as it looks as an opulent extravagant you know the trailer come out this beautiful yeah. yeah sanjay leela bansali it leads us to that world of opulence and decadence but is there going to be any substance please say yes i'm sure there'll be substance because i hope he, so he can concentrate on Instead of doing it like a movie, he's got like six hours to do it. I know, and they're saying that he's. It, this has been in the making for ten years, close to ten years. He's been planning it, it's right? A, and Netflix has given him all the money, all the creative freedom. It's a passion project. It's a passion project, but I hope that sometimes, you know, it's the things that we expect from him and the OTT stuff. We wouldn't have it any other way. Sometimes that ends up taking center stage, and the story kind of sometimes falls behind. I hope that is not the case. But again, they've been very clever. They dropped the first look. Towards the end of 2022, promising the entire series in the second half of 2020, well, we which know, didn't happen. We know that it's got delayed. Yes. No, but even now they have given us the trailer you and they haven't given us a streaming date. I think it got delayed because he was suddenly making his own albums. That's fine. I mean, I had a lovely chat with him in uh, in uh, the Savoy at the Savoy when he came to pub publicize that. But what I'm saying is that even now. I hope they're not doing a Poonam Pandey and crying wolf too often. They're dropping a trailer, but they haven't told us when it would stream. So I hope it's not going to be another wait for you know six months and then kind of coming back to the magic of Sanjay Leela Bansali. But anyway, we live in hope. Yes, and hope it is. Hope it is. 
Should we say bye-bye with yes, that? Yes, I think we should. Until the next time, we're hoping that we'll have lots more interesting, exciting things to talk about in the next two weeks. By the way, if you have any comments on what we have said, please do get in touch with that. Uh, with us on our social media platforms, whether it is Instagram or uh, Facebook or Twitter, X, whatever. Oh, uh, no, I, 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 no, I've discovered a new platform now. Which is? Recently, I've been posting stuff on, I, I know I'm 20 or 30 years too old for TikTok, it. TikTok, is it? TikTok, Well, yes. there you go. So we're on TikTok as well. If you want to uh, leave any comments, please do tell us what you think about what Shabin Man on TikTok. Yes. Sh Shabin Man podcast, I think, on TikTok or yeah. whatever. You'll find us. Until next time. Bye-bye now. Bye.